All right, guys, what's up? Welcome back to Average Takes. Whoa, 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 Trevor, no paparazzi, no paparazzi, please turn those lights off. Turn those lights off, Trevor. We're not on all we're not on all views, so it's only my screen uh being recorded. So um they don't see your they didn't see your hand and your your eyes. Shani had to find his leak real quick. Eyes alert, eyes alert. If anyone saw that, please screenshot, please screenshot. Um, send them in, send them in. Um, all right, guys, welcome back to Average Shakes. A lot of things have happened since the last time we talked. Yes, sir. Um, pertaining to the Padres, we will get into it, and we're gonna bring back power rankings. Yes, sir. It's gonna be June, and it's gonna be the end of May. Yeah, we're gonna talk about the heat a little bit. Yeah, some NBA and all right. What's up? Welcome back to Irish Shakes. Happy Memorial Day. Thank you to and all judges who Respect. have served, who um fought hard for this country, spent their time away from families, who lived and died for this country. Um, thank you to all of those who served. Um, so much can. love and respect. What was that? Just so Hoorah! Just so I could be free and do what I want. And I don't think people appreciate that enough. I truly don't think people appreciate the right to be free. You gotta appreciate the small things in life, you know. Yes, appreciate the small things in life always. Um, Trevor, how the hell are you? Good. Aaron Judge did another home run. Five games in a row. Five games in a row. Damn. Someone asked the other night, is he going to break his record of previous years? I don't know, but he's not he's leading the league. 18? I think 18. I think he was at 18. Oh, uh, yeah, he's at 18 because he was at 17 that day. I, I don't think anyone has 20 up. yet, do they? Yeah, Pete. Pete has 20. Uh, yeah, Pete Alonzo has 20. Cedric Mullins has a lot, doesn't he? Something in that water in New York. Well, digits actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, those both those guys chasing chasing numbers. It's early in this year. I mean, we're entering June. A third of the way of the season is come and gone. Um, San Diego Padres are not sitting with a hot record. No. But um, that's not what I want to talk about just yet. Currently at 25 and 29. 25 and 29. Not doing dead terrible, dead last or anything like that, but We're need almost, a carve. Almost there. Need a carve. Carve voice and W's. Um, series. We need a series. Yeah. Versus the Yankees this past series was not great. Um, couple close games, and then we had kind of a meltdown inning, yeah. and that lost us the game. I mean, you can't really come back when you give up seven in an inning. Um, when you hadn't have scored more than four four runs in an inning until tonight, I mean, it was a devastating inning for them. And um, they still played well versus Garrett Cole. Dude. They got to the Yankees. Put two they, on them quick. They played well versus the Yankees. I'm not going to take anything away from that series. Um, and then you come in versus the Marlins, and you do well versus Sandy Alcantara. Yeah. Um, that's a great pitcher. He's reigning Cy Young. He's been doing really well over the last couple starts. Um, you get the W after a huge ninth inning uh comeback. 
uh, even a mid game comeback because they were down what four to two, mm-hmm. three to one, four to two. Like they were fighting this entire game. This was a great Shout game. Out to the pitching for keeping us in this game. I think we went yeah. through like five pitchers. Tim Hill came in and, with bases loaded, struck yeah. out, and then a double play after giving up one. Yeah, I mean it. That was a huge. Well, uh, the guy before him, Tapia. Had a great when he first inning came before in, that. Inning before that, yes. Yeah. I mean, that's Bob ups. trusting his pitchers a little bit too much. Um, but yeah, so this was this was a huge all together game. All together, it took everybody. Uh, Tatis had a good game. Soto had a good game. Xander had a good game. Uh, six Dr- hits. Yeah, with six runners in scoring positions. With runners in scoring positions. That's good huge. Game. Matt Carpenter had a good, good game. game. Um. One thing we haven't mentioned as of yet and is new since our last podcast is the San Diego Padres have a brand new catcher. Um, goes by the name of Gary Sanchez. Gary Sanchez acquired via the waiver. Dirty Sanchez. This morning starts the game this evening. Um, kind of crazy couple days, couple weeks for Gary. You know, signed a minor league deal this offseason or late spring with the Giants, gets released, gets picked up by the Mets, plays three games, gets one hit and six at-bats, um, one RBI as well, gets released. He didn't play great. I mean, they didn't give him much time. I mean, he, six, he, at-bats? six at-bats in the bigs. He did really well in their minors, um, warming up to – get brought up to the majors. He did really well. So um, Padres acquire him via the waivers. He starts tonight, goes 0 for 3, I want to say, yeah, with a hit. walk. Or well, it was a hit. It was, uh, a, it hit. was a hit. Yeah, yeah, it did count as a hit. Um, yeah, I do remember. It was a piss missile to third. Yeah. Uh, it ate him up, but ran it out. Ate him up, yeah. and then he threw it to first. And, yeah, Gary showed off they a little bit him speed. Out. They called him out originally, overturned it. Um, Yeah. I would say a good debut for Gary. I I asked Bob this question earlier, Shenny. Do you think he under or overperformed today? I mean, first first time even the – Same answer, dude. Come on. I don't watch (laughs) – I can't watch the Padres broadcast because um, the stream that I watch doesn't have it. But the Marlins guys were kept saying – Oh, this is the first time he's caught this guy ever. It's probably the first time he's even met these guys in on the bullpen. You know, all the the we went through a gauntlet today, five or six pitchers, and he held his own. I mean, Padres scored nine runs, so he must be doing something right. 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 Yeah, they pinched him after his single. Ozakar. Yeah. Uh, Ozakar's got caught stealing right immediately after um uh, but yes i want to say that he had, i want to say he had a decent debut yeah. uh one for four i'm like good with that through try to throw a couple of people out yeah i mean yeah. he's gonna get better at that yeah. that's yeah. something that comes along with also playing games again your arm back under you he was thrown all over the diamond today looked pretty close on almost every one of them yeah. so I'm definitely a little bit more excited for the Gary Sanchez era than I was 24 hours ago. 
maybe even 10, 15 hours ago when they sent down Brent Sullivan instead of Austin Nola. Yeah, excited for Gary, but I am devastated for Sullivan. Yeah, Sullivan had been playing great defensively. Great defensively. I feel like he was putting his heart on the line, trying to show this team that he wants to be here, trying to show Bob that he's trying to earn a spot. He was making diving plays, I mean, throwing people out, getting hits when he can, having good at-bats too, making pitchers throw a lot of pitches while he's up there. And I feel like he's just the total opposite of Nola pissed at AJ for doing that. Yeah. I mean, Shannon's going to get into it right now, but you have – a rookie catcher and Brent Sullivan, who's played handful of games. I but, mean, but ride the hot streak, buddy. Like, and then you have a veteran Nola, who's now been with us for three years. He is you Darvish's personal catcher and Joe Musgrove's personal catcher. Yeah, I, I, said earlier, <laughs> and pe- I mean, people though they they misconstrued that the catcher position is catching the ball and also hitting too. Like not, not many people realize that like the catcher position is actually very important as a catcher. Yes. He doesn't throw guys out, but I mean, but, and I also told Bob this bro, you Darvish and Joe Musgrove both use pitch, uh, uh, pitch comms. So like, yeah. I, I thought Nola would be like calling games. I like, like, I thought they liked how he called the games and everything. But if these guys are calling their own pitches, I mean, anybody can catch a pitch if they know what's coming. Yes, yes, but there's a difference between, uh, like, it's called receiving from a catcher standpoint. Catchers can create strikes by the way they catch the ball and how it looks to the umpire. So, yes, anyone can catch the, the pitch that they know that's coming, but Nola or uh, Musgrove and Darvish clearly like the way that they're they look when he's catching them, whether they call the pitches or not. And I respect that from him, but at the same time, he's hitting a buck thirty one. He has one home run that was in Mexico City. Like that Very can't happen. Brett Sullivan has pretty much the same exact stats, his average a little better in half the games that Nola has played in. So yes, and better defensively, in my opinion. Better defensively, and it looks like he is trying to compete. He like that fire in the guys, you know. Not, well, what like uh in where was it the the game he made the diving tag in Washington Nationals was being yeah. Not saying Nola couldn't have made that play, but like that was a huge like he play in that moment. Of it. He wouldn't even thought of it. Uh, I can't give him that because it, it, he wasn't in there. But at the, like Sullivan's fighting for his life, pretty much Nola. He's he's been there. He knows what that like that feeling is of oh I'm gonna start every single day no, no matter if I get a hit no matter if I strike out five times if I hit seven home runs in one game I'm gonna play every single day. Brett Sullivan doesn't have that luxury of relaxing knowing oh like guys press so much when they only get one at bat so they have to impress you know and I I find it like very hard. I'm starting to see rumors you know that the clubhouse is getting all tangled all out of whack. Like the way the ownership is spending money, like these young guys that don't have a contract, you should be drooling out the mouth. Like, oh, if I get a chance to play, I can play and then I get paid. Like that's that's got to be your dream as one of these young cats coming up from the minors. Yeah. Um, and I do. I feel terrible for Soli because he has been playing great. Um, this one. Um, but in the same instance, like veteran 
presence that is keeping him on this team. I think this is Bob's call. And at the end of the day, he played catcher. Yeah, he That's played it. catcher. He feels for Nola, and it's pissing me off. Um, I miss Caratini, baby. You miss Caratini. Where, 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 I'll take his judgment. Yeah, uh, me too. Um, but at the same time, we're going to have to have a decision on Nola mid-July trade deadline because Luis Campuzano will be back. He's only he's just got a new cast on. They said a lighter cast for him to do start doing movements. He said mid July is supposed to be back. Um, I'm thinking more late July, but I think there will be a decision on Nola. I mean, he has wasn't it his thumb? Yeah, it was his thumb. He had surgery on it, I believe. He won't be the same. Um, yeah, I know he won't be the same. Don't be rude. But at the same time, you have Sullivan. <laughs> we just got – you have to see where Gary does. Um, we we'll definitely have to see where Gary is. Because he, he's the first one – he's first one out right now. He has the shortest leash on the team at the moment. Yeah? No. Oh, Gary. Oh, Gary. Oh. El but, Yeah, I, I've <laughs> – and, I mean, I'm interested to see what happens because they obviously need a little bit more out of catcher. And I will take someone who's going to hit the ball one out of four times a night. I just take someone that's average. Please, somebody. That's about average for me. One out of four at-bats. 250. Yeah, excited for Gary, though. I had a coach tell me that if you can't hit your weight, you can't play. That should be a rule. That should be a law in MLB. I agree with that 100%. So guess who's out of the league first? Nola. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it seems like a 195. Vogelback? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely not his weight. <laughs> no, no, sorry, Bob. Where that's I'm tough going. for him, though. That's tough for him. He's got to be raking. <laughs> He's got to be hitting close to the home run a game. Well, um, Padres need to turn something around. Hopefully a little juice out of Gary's bat will help them. Um, and other news about the Padres. Um, big news out of camp. Padres assigned Ethan Salas to the single A roster. Um, first 16-year-old to be assigned to a roster and make his debut. Um, he's up in Lake Elsinore, really close to us. We might have to pay a visit. Um, debuted tonight, went two for three with a double, a single, a walk, and a run scored. No way. Um, absolutely killed it in his debut. I'm pretty sure he was DH tonight. Um, but yeah, real excitement. Um, I also read that at 17 international prospects can be brought up, at 18 is when um MLB prospects can be brought up. So if you went through the draft, Ethan Salas turns 17. This week on June 1st. Tomorrow. Uh, Thursday. Tomorrow. Thursday. Happy birthday, Mr. Ethan Salas. Happy birthday, Ethan Salas. Looking forward to Dude, your presence yes, very soon. Yes. Um, Definitely not this year, but next year is really starting to look like something's cooking. That would be nice. Because at 17, I mean, he will be 17 all throughout the first half of the 
year. Yeah. I mean, he'll still be considered an 18-year-old prospect next year because it, I think the age deadline is July or something like that. But interesting. $5.6 million at 16 years old. Yeah, they spent almost the entirety of the international pool money on the number one catching prospect. And the Padres haven't had a good catcher in decades. Benito Santiago. Benito Santiago, it feels like. You're kidding. Half you don't even know who the fuck that is. You casuals. (laughs) Casuals. Couldn't tell you now. I got a poster of him on my wall. Oh, well, then I've seen him before. Yeah, you've had to. But, um... Yeah, big ups to the kid. Hopefully he does well for us. I'm real interested. I'm going to be watching his uh, minor league stats daily. Yeah, I mean, if this kid's the once-in-generation talent that everyone says, that the experts say, Preller just big, big brain everyone. You know? Uh-huh. We don't need. We don't even need to worry about Noel, what Noel does. Who's our catcher? Exactly. Yeah, this guy. We need a stopgap for the next year to two to three years. Yeah, we can do that. We can find somebody well, to fill well, yeah. the gap. I mean, it depends on where he progresses in his career. We he's, can find a serviceable he's guy. 16, Roman, right oh, yeah, now. Yeah, but when did uh, Mike Trout come into the game? Wasn't he? 20. He was 20. Bryce Harper was the last youngest, 18. 18 was Bryce Harper. Yeah. And Juan Soto, I think, was 18, too. He <clears> might have <throat> been younger. We need a Bryce Harper on our fucking team, baby. This kid could be the next. But he's he's going to be a great talent. I, I don't want the Padres to rush him, though, into this. I don't right. want him to be rushed on the bigs. Bright lights at 17. Real bright. But, I, I mean, bright lights at 16, and he pulls through in his debut game. True. Very true. I mean, this I mean, is born bred baseball. Yeah, he seems a lot more mature than the other or the last, you know, young superstar who we may have signed or <laughs> traded for. But I like the way he, I mean, single A already. Any two for three tonight, you said? I mean, we were talking about him in the spring. He was hitting. He had lasers today, too. I saw those. I saw the highlights. Yes, they were both taters. Like at one was a tater off the right field wall. It could he could have had two doubles tonight, and in a different park. A lot of uh, our friends who were in the minors, they just say the difference between like the minors and majors is the stuff is pretty much the same. It's just the guys in the majors know exactly where they're locating the ball. The guys in the minors have no idea where the ball is going. So the stuff though, like he's going to be able to see the, the major league stuff in the minors for sure. Single A definitely. That actually makes a lot of sense. Yes. I mean, in the big leagues, they know. I know ball. I know ball, brother. It. I guess so. I but guess you do know the, ball. the big difference in the major leagues is they know where to put it and they know where to put it where you're bad at. Right. Yeah. They know how to look to the point where I could locate in the spots where you're very weak. Your eyes aren't trained in those certain zones. And that's why major league 90% of them can throw every single pitch wherever they want it. In the minors, it's 90, it's like 60, 70% have one, two pitches, you know? Yeah. Makes sense. It's, It's crazy that the location part of pitching is immensely important and for him to be let's not get this through for him to be in single a at this age is crazy because you usually go through rookies and all this bullshit before you get i saw yeah it's like he skipped both of them this yes went straight up to the the what is it single Single a A. yeah and roman i'll give you another tidbit 
since he's a catcher, he's catching bullpens all day. So he gets to see the spin. He gets to see all the how the pitchers come into you from that catcher position. That makes you a better hitter. Then you know the strikes a little better. That makes your vision better. Get your on base percentage up. <laughs> it wasn't a catcher. He wasn't. No, he was drafted as a shortstop, made into a catcher. Yeah, he's like his fifth year catching ever. Well, fuck, then how can we fucking say he's a veteran catcher? He's, he's a veteran catcher of our team at this point. <laughs> that is bullshit. Been and I, the I felt ashamed. I looked at his stats. He has an a thousand fielding percentage. So if you take out literally just catching the ball and making a couple throws at first base, this guy's lights out. He's the best in the game. But then you add in runners on base and everything, and that, that's where stuff His pop time has gone down. I mean, with the bases being bigger, the pitch clock being there, it is, it's not great for him. It, it's truly yeah, not. How does your fucking pop time go down? Like, I mean, you get older. You get oh, older, okay. you, his like, knees aren't great. I was thinking like, the velo out the hands a little weaker. Yeah, because yeah. the, the pop time is from the pop of the – Like when he gets up. Yes. It's when he yeah, catches it and then down a second, tag, catch and tag. Oh, the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, so see how could your pop time get slower then if bases got bigger. And... Because he's getting Because older. he doesn't throw it as hard. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't explose. He's always, he's had knee problems, been on the aisle multiple times. And only thing he's 33. Oh, 33. Gary is three years younger than him. Really? Damn, yeah, so like and Gary. Gary is a two-time all-star. Yeah. He led the league in homers once, I'm pretty sure. Or maybe as a rookie, uh, led the rookies or whatever. He had a crazy season on the Yankees. He's the fastest catcher to get to 100 home runs, I think it is. Yeah, I was fastest player to 20, I think, as well. Like, he was he was lights out at one point. I mean, it's fallen off. Let's see the vintage Gary. But if we could pull a little bit back. not I'm not asking for an all-star performance out of Gary out of nowhere. I'm asking to pull just a little bit. I'm asking for 200 average and 12 home runs, which is more than what Noel's had the last three years combined. Yeah, if he could put in something in that stature, what he did not even a year ago. Yeah, last year with numbers were fantastic. I will take that no on the twins. Um, Last year on the twins in a in a ballpark that's not, I would say, hitter friendly. It's all wonky over there, but I don't know. I'm not a hitter, so kind of tell you exactly. But um, yeah, he had what 12 bombs, 200, 205, 16 home runs. I think it was 15. Yeah, I I will take those numbers from the catcher spot for a million dollars. 1.1 he makes a hundred thousand more than Nelson Cruz I'll take that and I hope I get a, I hope we see a little bit out of him before, and I really truly hope we see the, the him the rest of the season yeah I don't want no six at bats and he's off the team yeah is he, I, yeah is he Dominican you know um that's a quick Google search I don't want to be totally I'm wrong. just wondering if he's like boys with like Nelson Cruz and like Manny like I have a feeling but I don't know you guys miss Manny? I think he's very much think, so. You said, do we? Do I miss Manny? Yeah. Yeah, Dominic. Yeah, yeah I do. I want to say I miss him too, but I feel like this is good for him. I feel like he was in a- I don't know. The Padres are missing just that 
they need just a leader. Some he needs to come in. I don't think he's necessarily the best vocal leader. I think he's a lead by Presence. example. Yeah, I think you, everybody on you see team. what I do, you do what I do. Like I think that's the type of leader Manny is, and so he's not getting in there, being able to do his everyday things. Um, maybe it's taking a little bit of a toll, but um, this team needs something as like leadership wise because that's that's when you go through this rough patch that the leaders step up and keep everyone together. They keep they get the wheels rolling on the bus again, and once that thing starts going downhill, fucking scary. No stopping. Yeah. Um, we've definitely seen some some upside from them in the last two games. I want to say last couple uh, last couple series. I want to say I think yeah, we've yeah, turned a little series. bit around. But I love I love yeah I love seeing Soto and Tatis just carrying the offense. Because if those guys are those guys are on, you only need one other guy to really be good that day, and then that that's a good fucking offensive day. <laughs> yeah, great great offensive day. Um, last tad bit about the Padres before we move on to power rankings is that earlier this year, I think during the offseason, Bally Sports announced that it was undergoing a brutal, brutal. You forget the word? Yeah. Bankruptcy. Bankruptcy. Yes. So um, <laughs> lost my train of thought. Bally Sports <laughs> undergoes bankruptcy. Um, the teams that they cover are like almost half the league. They cover a wide variety of teams across the uh, MLB outlook. And today they announced that uh, Bally Sports Company or their founder ownership, whatever, Diamond Sports Network, did not pay the Padres their dues and today was the final day that they could um not pay and so they announced that after today bally sports will no longer be hosting padres Padres. they're the first team to be let go off the bally sports network Uh, effective immediately free through the end of the week will be padres on mlb tv mlb.com and padres.com but then immediately after, they will be joining the MLB TV as a blackout-free game. So oh, their special is that they're the only team in the league that you, watch every single game. you could watch every single game from anywhere in the world with the MLB TV um, app. Account. Yeah, app account. If you pay the $20 fee a month, or what was it? $20.75 for the year. That's not even that bad. Um, You get Padres baseball anytime you want, as long as you have connection. They are the first team to do that, which is pretty groundbreaking. And then they also announced that the Padres will have deals with cable providers and other networks. So if you have regular cable like Cox or Dish or something like that, you are going to still be able to watch Padre games. And they will announce the channel and where that's going to be at later. I'm sure that's why they're giving a free week this week. Um, 
So you might have to help out your parents or and or grandparents to watch the Padre game this week. Trying to log in on something to show them the game, but I'm sure they're going to try to get this announcement done um, sooner than later. End of the week. End of the week. I mean, whenever. But the big thing is the Padres are free. Padres are free from this deal. It was a 20-year, $1.2 billion contract. Um, If you break it down, that's $60 million a year. That's $5 million a month. They could not pay or fulfill that contract any longer. Um, I was trying to read a little bit of background on it. It seemed that they are negotiating with MLB about trying to keep most of their teams but the negotiations stalled after they could not kind of meet. And so they needed to free up some money. And so the Padres are the first to go. Um, I think we're the most expensive one. Yeah, I, we are. Oh, we were? Yeah, we were. We are because of uh, um, Don and Mud. Oh, really? I thought they were Padres employees. Yeah, I know they're, they're Padres employees, but I don't know. I just know that that's how much the deal was. It was a 20-year, $1.2 billion contract. Don't I don't even Don know what it was Mud, supposed to win. Don and Mud's pay is inside that contract, maybe? Uh, I think no, they're, they're uh, paid by the Padres, but they have to have something with them. Like, I don't know. I, maybe if that's what the 20-year, $1.2 billion was, but I don't... The no, 20-year, $1.2 billion is your TV deal that they agreed on so they could stream and host every Padre game so they could host their sponsors, their ads, whatever, while the games are on TV. Uh, the Padres, I believe, strictly pay the announcers and the team of sorts, Don, Mud, and all them, um, because those guys are going to be doing the MLB TV and whatever games yeah. throughout the rest of the season. What this means to Padres is that they're free to negotiate with whomever – whatever and however to get their games in the coming seasons yeah my favorite would be youtube tv peacock apple tv amazon that would be an absolute insane deal if somehow that happened that's where i that's where i see the future of sports live is via one of those streaming platforms um yeah, I mean, all of those streaming services already do do Hulu, HBO, or sorry, Max. Um, I mean, there's a whole bunch that do live sports that are trying to get into that. And so if you just... Peacock. Peacock has ownership of multiple games and a playoff game in the NFL season this coming season. And, yeah, and they do a 8 a.m. Sunday game. So many games. Nickelodeon in the NFL. I would hate it. What the fuck? <laughs> that would be crazy. I was just throwing that one. <laughs> that's, that's the dad uh, coming uh, out on you. Like, like Shani's saying, the, I mean, if they could work out a deal where they could do both, is honestly, at the end of the day, exactly where they want to be, where they could stream on those platforms and then have a channel. Um. But we will see. We'll see if they do a deal with MLB and see if they could get half and half ownership, partnership, whatever. And, yeah. you know, and we all win there with no blackouts. I mean, that would be the yeah. bet is that the, no game ever gets blacked out in Padres history and every game is going to be able to be viewed by any person anywhere. Mm-hmm. And so every coffee shop, every 
bar, every barbershop. library, barbershop has a game on TV. You know, I think that's awesome. And I think that's honestly the best bet. But I do reminisce the days of having a Channel 4 San Diego and we're just watching yeah, Padres and stuff nonstop. Nonstop Padres. That was my childhood. Channel yeah. 4 Padres. 4SD. Yeah, 4SD. 4SD. I mean, that shit was my childhood, so I would love, love to, to have something like that back. Right. I mean, that would... Won't. I mean, they won't. It. Won't. <laughs> they won't. Um. But that would be huge. And Bally still owns Channel 56 right now on my TV. It's the Bally Sports Network, yeah. um, which was Fox Sports San Diego. I don't know what they do. They're gonna have. They're gonna try to get a channel, I believe. Have their own network. Channels are open. Is is exactly what the ones that say paid programming. Exactly, because you buy one of those guys out. Um. Channel 4 was Sam the Cooking Guy after. Dude, oh, I was thinking of that guy's name. Sam the Cooking Guy. Dude, I used to watch him all the time. <laughs> How great would that be to have a channel where you have Tony Gwynn has his own TV show with him yeah. bar hopping San Diego. Yeah. And he's going to eat meals with Tony Gwynn. That's how it was back in the day. And, yeah. so, you know, how sick would that be? Don has his own cooking show. What, you know, the Padres announcer, we signed him a TV brand deal on the offseason. He's, you know, Donatello's. Now oh, you're just thinking too smart. You're just thinking. I'm, I'm giving them free ideas off my brain. Yeah, yeah. Zip, zip. We need to make them pay for that shit. Uh, I mean, if someone could get this information out to somebody, I'm full of it nonstop all day long, 24 <laughs> 7. Padres need a brain cast ideas guy. Come down. Get me in the room. Brain cast? Yeah, whatever you need. <laughs> Yeah, whatever you need. <laughs> I'm here for it. You need the guy who used to break dance after fake rake in the field for a little bit? Just train me up. Show him his, <laughs> he's got any videos for me to train on? <laughs> I'm the number one guy. Yeah, I do have a hefty salary, so I'm going to get shit off camera. Um, <laughs> other than that, I'm oh, very excited for the Padres, as always. I mean, boo-hoo. Big fan. Um, but time is now for enough Padres talk. Power rankings. Yes, sir. Enough Padres talk. Power rankings. Shenny, we're going to just stick with a top five. I know some of us might have a top 10 list. Five is enough. Five is enough for us. Yeah. Fuck the other f- five teams that we don't list. They all suck anyways. Because six, no. <laughs> no. They're not in my top ten. Probably. They're like they're like twenty nine. In my yeah. top twenty. Bad. Padres are bad right now. Bad. I mean, other than the fact that we just hyped them up for the last thirty minutes. Bad, bad, bad. Padres are playing bad baseball. Um other than that. Top five power rankings. You want to start at number five or number one, Trevor? Um, number five, because number one should all be consensus number one. Okay, so I'll start since I asked the questions. My number five is the Los Angeles Doyers. Doyers, huh? Um, Dodgers are playing great baseball, and they continue to play great baseball off the backs of Freddie Freeman. Holy shit. So what a year so far, but let's talk about yeah. the week. Just this week, 
Freddie Freeman's batting a 440 with a homer, four RBIs, 11 hits, five walks with a 1355 OPS. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God, oh my dude. Goodness. Yeah, Freddie Freeman is very comfortable in L.A. L.A. sitting nice and first. Is uh, Austin Riley doing those seven numbers? Um, well, let me continue to my next L.A. victim. Um, J.D. Martinez, last week, 429 Four homers, eight RBIs, twelve hits, no walks, but a thirteen fifty. Hit a run, just yeah. hit a home run. JD Martinez hit a home run to that. Yep, just just literally just now. Wow. <laughs> Off the backs. Of As you said, JD Martinez, he was swinging the bat. That sucks because last week uh, the person I was facing in fantasy had JD Martinez, and uh, I think well, it sucks. It sucks this week for you too because. Yeah, because I'm playing the number one team in the league, and he already has about 200 points on the second day. <laughs> yeah, not great for you. Um, but yeah, Dodgers. I'm not who that is. <clears throat> you know, you don't have to. No one asks. No one asks. Dodgers are absolutely raking them um, this early. Got backs behind two of their top pitching prospects, Bobby Miller. Fucking lights out. I, I don't. Dodgers just continue to produce. Continue to sign guys who are veterans and getting the most out of them. J.D. Martinez signed him for $10 million. Jason Hayward, he had a bomb, too. I mean, J.D. Martinez has been so good for them this year. Yeah, and he was hurt for three weeks. I don't even know. Yeah, he was hurt because that's how James Altman started playing, and all of a sudden he's the fucking rookie of the year now. And then you got guys like Jason Hayward. Bullshit. That's your number five, though? Yep. Who's your number five, Roman? Well, my number five is the Tampa Bay Rays. I know they came What off. the fuck? They came out to a hot start. They had a very bad May. Their all-stars are not playing as well as they should be. Um, I think that uh, – I might be wrong here, but it was just a fluke. I think that the, <laughs> the opening month of baseball was a fluke for them. They came out to a hot start, and everything goes downhill from here. But they're good enough to make my top five. Tampa Bay Rays. Well, I fucked up my idea. Um, yeah, I'm confused. <laughs> I'm so confused. <clears throat> well, my number five is the Baltimore Orioles. Yeah, they don't even have 20 losses yet. For the people listening at home, I they're a lot higher on my list. <laughs> But my number five is the Baltimore Orioles. Kind of surprising. Very young team. A lot of talent everywhere. Cedric Mullins having a great year. Um, Jorge Mateo, shockingly pretty good. Adley Rutschman, beast. Their pitching has been pretty solid. I mean, the AL East is a one-of-a-kind division this year, so... They're in second place, and they're in my top five power rankings. I like the Orioles here. They have they have guys who aren't producing and are a lot better than what the numbers say. So they can only get better, in my opinion. But they don't have the longevity that we've been able to see in the last couple of years. So maybe they'll fizzle out. I don't know. But right now, number five in my power rankings, Orioles. Yeah, I'll piggyback off of you there because my number four is going to be the Orioles. Um, I got them at 34 and 20. 
but they're both middle of the range with pitching and batting. I mean, their pitching staff has a 4.08 um, ERA right now, and batting-wise, they are middle of the pack with a 249, a 342, 417, 742 um, across the team batting line. So, I mean, I do think the Orioles are playing really well right now, and I want to show them their love um, this early. But I'm not too sure how it will sustain, like you had mentioned. Um, but I do want to give them props. I mean, they're playing good ball in a hard division. And for being a team that has not been good in the last decade, this is great to see. Great to see. And let me interrupt you really quick. Padres baseball is back on Channel 4. No way. I called it. No way. They just announced it? Just announced it. Check the Twitter sphere. Noties. Uh, Padres baseball. How to watch. Breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. Channel 4 on Cox. Now your view. Don't wow. care what the hell it's called. We got San Diego baseball back on Channel 4. Just Thank like you. About 30 minutes ago. Thank you, Shenny. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, wow. Roman. Thank you, Average wow. Takes, for making Thank you. I had mentioned. We always knew. I had be. talked about it. This you is think Matt Vasquez is going to come back? Our childhood. What did you say? I think Matty V's back? <laughs> that would be so electric. <laughs> but, I mean, we got the best cast in the world anyway. Sam, Sam the Cooking Guy's back? <laughs> I hype on that. Oh, where, that, he, where would he go? Where do you think he went? Uh, he hopefully he's still cooking. Uh, he's a race car driver now. <laughs> um, number four for Roman. Let's get back into this power rankings. Even though breaking news, Padres baseball is back on Channel Four. Speaking of the number four, Roman, what's your fourth team in uh, power rankings? Team in power rankings is the Houston Astros. Um, they went from 17 and 20 or 17 and 18 to 30 and 21 this last month. Um, their bats are really hot. Uh, Jordan Alvarez has 14 home runs, 48 RBIs, batting a three, uh, three 30. Oh, no, he's batting a 283. I was reading the wrong one, but still, uh, hitting dingers, cranking. Alex Bregman doing good. Mauricio DeBone doing good. Um, their pitching, their pitching is a little bit off. Um, but as long as they keep it together in the in that realm of baseball, then I think this team is good. My number four, a little high on my list, but without Tuve coming back, they're going to be a great team all over again. Um, yes, sir. So yeah, out on my list as of yet, but was really close and. I mean, there's another team in that division who's chug a lug, chug a lugging. Um, mm-hmm. we call that the Pony Express. You got a number four there, Shane? You already mentioned it. No, haven't mentioned it yet, but um, I'll get right into it. We're gonna go. The Atlanta Braves, my four spot. Um. I saw Matt Olson hit a ball 470 feet on Sunday Night Baseball. That ball was fucking smoked. I saw Michael Harris rob a Kyle Schwarber home run on Sunday Night Baseball. That team absolutely looked electric. I said Olsen awesome right in the box. 
And he's the third baseman. Just about how they're the number four spot in my power rankings. And I mean, that's my Atlanta number Braves. That's my number three team piggybacking off you again. Damn. Um, Braves sitting a little bit higher on the team stats 259, uh, batting average 331, 463, 794. Um, pitching has been up there as well as 374. I think this team is only going to get better with their pitching getting healthier. I mean, we saw Soroka back on the mound for the first time in, I think, a 1,000 days um, after yeah. two Achilles tears. Um, yeah, so I think they're only going to get better. I truly do. Uh, Cunha is playing the best baseball yeah, the played in his entire life. Sean Murphy looks like an MVP candidate. Sean Murphy, I mean, is Jeez. probably the best catcher in all of baseball. Marcelo Zuna find the, found the bat. Been yeah, don't mention that. Name. Yeah, dude. Did you say Marcelo Zuna and hitting in the same <laughs> sentence? Does a lot of it now. I'm Ozuna from the Braves. <laughs> yeah, but they're my number three team, also. That's why I chimed in. Team's hot. Uh, you think Spencer Strider's quads can get any bigger? Yes. You do. His pants can only get tighter. <laughs> I, for some reason, have always thought that he was a Vanderbilt product. He went to fucking Clemson. I had no idea he was a Clemson boy. I looks the last, like a Vanderbilt guy. The last three years, in my mind, he's a Vanderbilt product. And then I heard they're like, Spencer Strider out of Clemson. And I was like, what? The Clemson? Had no idea. I don't know. Always thought he was a Vanderbilt guy, but. Um, my number three, moving on three in the power rankings, the Los Angeles Dodgers are my number three team, a little higher than the rest of you, but I think higher than me, they're just the best. They, I'll say it, they might be the best team in baseball. Their fans are lovely. I love to see them absolutely just enjoying the baseball. So I'm going to go Dodgers number three here. That's all I have to say about him. We'll go in on the numbers. Because I got Dodgers at number two. Hate to say it, but number two, huh? Can you even put a one? I didn't want to put a one. I'll never put a one. Well, your one team's in your five spot. <laughs> no, wrong. Um, but <laughs> yeah, Dodgers look good. Freddie Freeman, Animal, uh, Mookie Betts looks like he's heating up too. Mookie um, Betts. Uh, my number two team is the other team in that division of the Astros that I was mentioning earlier. Um, Texas Rangers playing fucking choo-choo. Um, off the backs of two stars of the last week. Um, we had Nathan Evaldi had pitched nine innings, no runs, six hits, one walk, five Ks, and then Josh Jung. 458 average, two homers, seven RBIs, 11 hits, one walk, and a 1355 OPS. This Rangers team has the best batting average um, in the league, up there with some great OPS slugging um, and on base plus slugging with 339, 450, and 789. This Rangers team hits, and not only does it hit, it pitches. Top four in pitching with a Three six four ERA. 
Rangers might be a real deal. I mean, fuck. Added Bruce added yeah. some key Chris Young free agents. Yeah, Chris Young has been a great GM for them. I mean, their, their organization is just ran by Padres products. Yes, I mean, doesn't even matter though. They're they're running it great over there. I mean, yeah. the people who they've signed have been pretty good, and then I mean, the young talent they've traded for and surrounded their guys with have been really good. Um, for them, so Strangers team is hitting and pitching on all cylinders. They're definitely the number two team. I mean, you could argue for them being the number one team in the league. Um, but I'll yeah. I'll piggyback because the Rangers are my number two team too. Um, say that eight times fast. Two team two. Um, <laughs> two team two. <laughs> yeah, but. Bob Bob asked me the other time, or maybe it was last pod, he asked me, where is Jacob deGrom? Well, he, I found him. He's Nathan Avaldi. So whenever <laughs> Jacob deGrom and Nathan Avaldi did yeah, the right. offseason spring training, they switched bodies. I don't know what happened, but Nathan Avaldi is the ace of this team for right now. And, I mean, Bruce Bochy, Padre, ex-manager, I'd love to see him succeed. I hated to see him succeed in San Francisco, but in Texas, I wouldn't mind to see him win another ring. Hope not, but I wouldn't mind it. Um, I, I do like the Rangers. Marcus Simeon is having another career year. He's definitely leading. Corey Seager was then went down for a month or two, um, and he stepped up huge. Like Bob said, Josh Young. They got Nate Lowe over there. Ezekiel. Duvon, I think his name is. He is uh been pretty fucking good. Adolis Garcia. I mean, this team. Oh, yeah, I can name all these guys, and I'm not even a Rangers fan, which is bad. But they're they're a great team, playing great. great. Yeah, number two team in baseball. I like them. I like the Texas Rangers baseball. Wish they had Degrom healthy. Yeah. You back off you guys because they're top tier number one team in baseball right now. I don't know how you guys see it. They have a plus 124 differential run differential um, right now in all of baseball, which is incredible. Um, scoring a lot of runs. I want to piggyback off that Josh Jung comment. He's on my fantasy team and he is killing it. That hit a 430 foot bomb yesterday. I think this guy is a bomb today. Rookie of the year for sure. Number one in my book. Um, yeah, rookie. You guys said everything about him, but Texas Rangers hot right now. They're my number one team. Team's good. I think it leaves one team for me and Bob. Then, right? Yep, I think we're on the same page here. Yeah, <laughs> the only team to, or the second, the only other team to not have twenty losses, I should say, and that is the Tampa Bay Rays. And I took a little bit look at their roster, and they have role players who have 10-plus home runs. It's fucking crazy. It's so crazy. It's crazy the production they get of these players. Yes, yes. It's absolutely nuts. It's And it's crazy that they're so uh, deep in analytics that they know that guys will succeed in this position, and then they go out and they succeed. Most times, you know, 
hey, we're going to put you in the best position to succeed. And then the, the players don't succeed. And then that's when the turmoil happens. The Rays, whatever they have been doing is fucking outstanding because one, they have the second lowest fucking attendance in MLB. They have the second lowest payroll in MLB. And they're still always making playoffs, always making deep runs in October. It's fucking nuts. I don't wish my team was like them because I like the way my team's running things now. But production-wise and just overall team, they have something figured out. Yep. They know something we don't. They know something baseball don't because they get output with one of the lowest-paying rosters every year. They're the new A's, man. They've been better than the A's. Oh, what's crazy is that um, the Rays have less or don't have 20 losses, and the A's didn't even have 11 10 wins before today. Yeah. That's insane. A's hit 11 wins today. Yeah, too many people Rays keep talking about... 11 wins April 12th or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Or some, April 20th. Too many people keep talking about that the A's are going to be the worst team in baseball, that baseball history, that I I think it won't happen. Yeah, They're going to go on a win streak. What's the worst record in baseball history? It's the 2006, is. or not six, 2000-something Tigers. They went 40 and like 120, something fucking nuts. Well, right now we're a third of the way through the year. They got 11 wins, so they're on pace. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're on pace to win 30 games. Wow. Wowzers. 30 and 132. Oh, yourself an ace fan with that hat on. Um. Oh. All right. That's not enough average. Yeah, what the? Yeah. You look like a Raiders fan. <laughs> Don't ever disrespect me. Disrespectful. Game, All right, another wrong being average. Go Padres. We hope. Go Nuggets. To kill it soon. And no what the fuck. Yo, what the fuck, dude? I didn't even mention on pod that I got a bet for a fucking. Go this- Nugs? I got a bet on the Nugs. I got a 12 to 1 on the fucking Heat. Hemi, man. This is a Hemi train. I got the house and the boat on on the Nuggets. (laughs) I can't believe you. This is a split podcast here. (laughs) Shannon, you're on the Hemi train with me? Yeah, I I always like a good underdog. Eight seed to the the ship, and then you you get get there, and then you win? Lakers, and you fucking Uh, don't think they're going to do anything? They've been sleep too long. They've been sleeping too long. Nothing wrong. It'll go to game seven for sure. Nothing wrong with an average.